Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now... Coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Welcome everybody to episode 8 of the Puckle TCG Cast. I am your host, Lord Jushiro, and with me today I got two fine gentlemen. First... A man so respected in the world of Pokemon, it is said that his tears could bring Cubone's mother back to life. It is a pity that he's incapable of crying. Mr. Sublime Manic! True story. Hey, um. <laughs> also with us, all the way from Lavender Town Radio Tower, it is said that when he's depressed, he takes joy in beating baby Pokemon in a blo- uh, to a bloody pulp in Little Cup. The legend himself, Thatch! Okay, I don't know if it's beating them, but yeah, no. <laughs> you murder. I, I haven't played Little Cup in so long. Um, yeah, sure you haven't. I haven't. Not not a in a whole while. I've been, four days. I've been playing a lot other a lot of other metas. I've been mostly playing VGC 16 as of late, and I feel kind of bad because I need to play OU for the Summer League. Oh, yeah. Summer League is around the corner, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's like within three weeks or something. I need to uh, Today, actually, I'm sending out the emails to the gym leaders. Oh, nice. It's been like four podcasts that we've heard that, but yeah, okay. Well, well, we actually did the interviews like two weeks ago, so. Oh, that's true. It's so, just, uh, this wedding's just killing me. Oh, uh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, again, welcome to the Puckle TCG cast. Uh, Puckle, of course, stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League. Thatch likes to say it's nonsensical name. I beg to differ. It makes complete sense. Um... And it's, of course, more than just podcast. It's a Pokemon community. Uh, and we got a great episode for you guys at home. There's some fine news. Uh, we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna finally talk about the next, um, set coming out in Japan. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of a set that came out or it's close to come out in, uh, Japan and we're not gonna have it. Uh, and we're gonna talk, get some, some, um, emails. From you guys, the community. So let's go ahead and start with the news. So, Bola Manic, take it away. So, um, there is a premium champion set that has been leaking from Japan. Their um, fourth set like this is beginning to leak online. And it's actually coming out in Japan Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's, that's... Yeah. It's basically like um, Legendary Treasures. It's a big, oh, okay. it's yeah, a legendary it's a big treasure huge set of 98% reprints. printed to stay around more. Correct. It's a reprinting, it. um, reprinted set. Only like three new cards it's going to have, well, which we're going to discuss sets. them right here. Oh, yo, they are super important. Um, thanks to Legendary Treasures, we had Jiraji for longer. G- we, Dark we had Darkrai for longer. Mm-hmm. Mewtwo, uh, EX. With X ball longer, it it was a very important set. Um, and we unf- got the prettiest restaurant full art. Oh yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, it seems we're not gonna get this set here in the U.S. At least not next. Uh, actually, U.S. and we're gonna talk up about this a little later. Um, U.S. already gave the release date for the next set, 
with actual new cards set uh, after Awakenings of the King. So this doesn't mean that we are not going to receive this event uh, at some point, of course, but it might be just in a different time frame than Japan. This tends to happen every once in a while. It's no big deal. Uh, but we really do want this set because it, I mean, it reprints so many things such as Jirachi, uh, not Jirachi, I'm so sorry, uh, Shaman EX, it reprints, uh, Night March again, it reprinted a whole lot of things, but in between them, there's three new cards, and th those are the cards we're gonna discuss real quick right now, uh, Sublime, talk about Beedrill EX. Beedrill EX has 160 HP, which is weak. It has two attacks. The first is Double Scrap. For a single colorless energy, you may discard up to two Pokemon tools from your opponent's Pokemon, which is a waste of an attack. Oh, yeah. And a second attack called Pin Missile with one Grass Energy and one Colorless Energy, which does... You flip four coins, and the attack does 40 damage times the number of heads. Another flippy one. It's meh. Well, it's like bad. you guys know, if it's a, if there's a Mega, the regular EX true. tends to, be, to suck. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that's true. Yeah, speaking of that Mega, Thatch, what about Mega Beedrill? Mega Beedrill, oh man, I was not ready for this. Okay, so Mega Beedrill uh, has 200 HP, really low for Mega, right? Yep. Um, and Super for low. two, Yeah, for two grass you get uh, Hazard Stinger, which I just love these cards, and I love looking at the Japanese ones because the attacks are in English, are in and, English then in our, yeah. and then in our cards they're in Japanese, mm -hmm. and... I think the English just always looks better because I can read it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it does 40 damage. You discard all energy attached to this Pokemon, and your Pokemon's active Pokemon is now paralyzed and poisoned because mm -hmm. of the TCG, so you're allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, between turns, place four damage counters on it instead of one for poison, which is just insane. Like That's a lot of damage for uh, toxic. Yes. Or, well, it's essentially toxic damage in Pokemon. I love Mega Beedrill. Uh, and it's just because it's an auto paralyzed because I'm typically iffy on the whole, oh, I'm gonna do really low damage right now, but you're gonna have a lot of toxic damage afterwards. Uh, I like to kill my opponents quick. Uh, not wait a turn to do it. I, but... I feel like, I feel like in the TCG though, it's such a fast game mm -hmm. that you need to do that. And yeah. something like this is gonna be kind of, I don't know, I don't think it's gonna be that useful. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna well, be, the, I'm gonna disagree with like, the, what yeah. makes it useful is the paralyzed, though. The fact that you it, paralyze your opponent. Retreat? Does that not yeah, let you retreat? Yeah, that's true. However, mm -hmm. we're in a format where uh, Expanded has Keldeo EX and Standard has Zoroark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's going to be good. Well, Keldeo EX is a threat, but um, Zoroark is pretty niche in the deck it is. You really won't see a Sora or a Sororok anywhere else that is not in the Velta deck. So if you run into an Evelta deck, well, yeah, that's gonna suck. But uh, Paralyze is a big deal because they mean they need to have something every turn to be able to do Switch. something. What right. I like about uh, Mega Beedrill is zero retreat cost, which makes it quick. And if it needs to retreat, it will retreat it with no problem. And also, it's grass, so it has the advantage of uh, giant plant forests. Forests of giant plants, whatever you call it. Uh, which makes it able to um, evolve on one turn. And then it only needs two grass to attack, which you can get that at turn two easily. You can get that at turn one if you have yeah, Mega, with Mega Turbo. So he's <laughs> ready to go in turn one. And you're paralyzing your opponent, so unless he switches or evolves, he can't really do anything. I like it. The only drawback, like Thatch said, is the HP. Ugh. 200? Yes, it's more than most cards, but it's pretty low for a Mega. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll I like it, at least. The damage is still pretty low, too, though. It is. 40 damage. Even think, if it's like adding is... 40 more between turns, that's mm -hmm. low. Yeah, it is. It, that's the only part. But I still like it a lot. I mean, it, it does have potential. So it does. Yep. I, I it's it's a league card. It's, I don't yeah. know if it's a competition card. It's it's well, definitely I mean, a league card. A couple formats ago, there was a very very famous deck that used a similar attack. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking Excelgore Trevin. No, it wasn't Trevigan. It was Gothitelle at the time. But it was Excelgore Gothitelle, where Excelgore mis it went to worlds really. Over a same, a very similar attack where you were paralyzing and poisoning at the same time, so you yeah. lock your opponent because then after that, 
you'd switch to Gothitelle, which prevented um, items from being played mm. the same way that Trevenant plays right now. Yeah. So uh. I'm curious to see if someone can try to replicate that yeah. with the zero retreat cost that this thing has. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, that, and remember that also we talked about expanded. There's uh the toxic gym. Forgot the name. Yuck. <laughs> um, Verisian, Verbank, Verbank City Verbank. Gym. Thank you. Um, which adds another two counters, so that's sixty damage per turn, which uh, it's pretty hard. It's, you know, that's a hundred damage yeah. on on hit, forty for the attack. If you have a muscle band, that's sixty plus sixty more. That's one hundred and twenty. And then if the opponent uh, can't retreat or do anything when the turn goes in, that's another 60, that's an, an 180, able to KO normal EXs. However, if you have a muscle band, that means you did not have a um, spirit link. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. But let's Something move to on consider. to a, uh, a Pokemon that we discussed last week. That's Wobbuffet uh, Break. Uh, and we discussed this card, uh, but the reason we're going to discuss it today is because we actually have the correct translation, and it changed the whole uh, card itself. So last time we talked about Wobbuffet uh, Break, we were discussing how 140 is really low for a break card, yeah, even absolutely. though it's a stage 1 break card. Um, but the attack reads, uh, for one psychic and one colorless, and if you have uh, par- uh, not parallel sitting... Um, Dimension Valley, that's a one uh, colorless less, so it's one psychic. Discard all energy cards from this Pokemon. During your opponent's next turn, place damage counters on your opponent's active Pokemon equal to any damage done to this Pokemon by attacks. That's actually not bad. Not bad at all. I mean, it's a break card, so it only gives out one price. It uses one psychic energy. And basically puts the situation on a standstill. Um, because the, its attack doesn't target the active Pokemon. So even if the opponent switch active Pokemon, this is still active when the damage gets done. So it's not bad at all. Not bad. What do you guys think? Usable. Uh, yeah, I don't definitely usable. Great or prominent, but usable. Mm hmm. I agree with that, 100%. It's definitely a... If you're playing Psychic, you might as well have one-on-one. Right? One one Wobbuffet, or if you're using Wobbuffet, just have this break. It's not bad at all. I mean, a a lot of decks do use that Wobbuffet already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just great, because that's what they use it for mostly. Wobbuffet is just a stall card Mm -hmm. uh, to prevent your opponent from using abilities. Uh, So... This is this is a, a good card, definitely, definitely a good card. But let's move on because we have other break cards to discuss. Dash. Oh yeah, talk uh, about so our favorite fire barbecue. Smogon bird. bird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Talonflame. Talonflame is getting a break, which is actually really cool. I was I was actually looking at other Talonflame cards to use this with. Mm-hmm. There aren't too many. I, I would say oh, probably no. the Roaring Skies ones is the best. I mean, like the other three Talonflame cards that exist are like really bad. Uh, like <laughs> yeah. all three of them are really bad. I would only suggest yeah. using um, the one from the uh, Roaring Skies yeah. if you're going to do it at all, just because it gets for I think a colorless. It can like it can switch out for free. Um, I mean, it already can switch out for free. It doesn't have many retreat costs, but yeah, yeah, it does Grand Loop, which um, allows you to draw three cards and you can switch the Pokemon on your bench. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the, the Talonflame Break is uh i mean it's not too bad you can use it in conjunction with blacksmith pretty well um yeah you it uh gets flare blitz for two fire energy and it does 150 damage and you can just you have to discard all of the fire energy but blacksmith allows you to take two of them from the uh discard pile and put them back on something so yeah i mean definitely that, the um yeah you're completely right the the discarding part is not a problem no it's not a problem i mean it's just it could be better i mean 150 damage isn't bad especially for a break Yep. And unlike unlike the other Talonflame cards, which essentially have the same move, I think one of them actually does have a have a move called Flare Blitz as well. Um, but its Probably. Flare Blitz does less damage. Yeah, and it does the ex- and it also like it somehow does damage to itself. Oh, uh, yeah, recoil. Uh, yeah, there's some kind of recoil equivalent in TCG for it. And I mean, it, this 
if this were just like a regular talent flame card i would say this is fantastic but as a stage three i mean 150 damage again not that bad mm-hmm. and it's essentially a stage two which isn't ter- or no it's a stage it's three, a stage three. three. That's oh god that's the that's, big problem that's, mm-hmm. yeah that's the big problem i mean the energy cost it's a worse ver- yeah it's a worse version of Mega Hound Doom EX, which wasn't even that good to begin with. Mm-hmm. So why are you trying to play something that's worse than that that requires more cards to play in the first place? Because you're a big fan of Smogon Bird, that's why. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Then go play TCG or OU. Stop playing TCG. Go play the video game, right? Oh, God. Do you and imagine if they started dividing the... Right now in VGC. No, we support everyone playing everything, but Talonflame does not shine in the TCG at this moment. No, he does not. I mean, <laughs> it's it, the one place it, it where he doesn't need do well. to either. No, he he's definitely prominent enough. I mean, it's like it would be the equivalent of like last year if there was a Lando Landorus Than- Therian card that was oh, just yeah. like super prominent. Like if that happened there in the was. TCG, there, and there, <laughs> there was. was that's the thing. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. There's a Landorus. I think it was an EX, right? Landorus EX. Yeah, yep. it was actually yep. really good. It was actually a pretty good card, and yeah. it, I mean, it's the equivalent of that. I mean, Talonflame, to be fair, Talonflame's like one of those Pokemon, at least in the video game, that's kind of just more of a support yeah. than anything else. So it doesn't, like, steal the show, especially in VGC right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't yeah. steal the show. And it's not even invited to the show in the TCG right now. Yeah, no, which is great. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I love the TCG because it lets you use all of those Pokemon that you think are garbage. Yep. In like the video game, and they can be good in the TCG because the, the TCG the is so hard. The most deck right now is Joltik and yeah, Pokeboo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what was the last time you could say you're going to VGC and I'm going to play my Torchic and I'm going to annihilate everyone? People oh, not try. Torchic. I'm sorry, Joltik. Somebody, people try, man. <laughs> so, uh, I, are we going to talk about this Pokepuff? That was just going to say, yeah. Go <laughs> keep going. Oh man, okay. So there's a Pokepuff trainer. Is this a promo or No, yeah, it's uh it's Oh, that's a good question. They're coming in a set, I believe. Okay, okay. So your opponent uh reveals his or her hand, choose as many basic Pokémon as you like from there and put them on your opponent's bench. Um I guess that's good for like dumping your opponent's hand. Um you may also you may play as many item cards as you like because it's an item card blah blah blah. But I so I guess it, I guess it's good to like get your opponent to like dump their hand. Mhm. Or just see their hand. I mean, if they're holding cards for some reason, I don't know. I, I'm thinking Yu-Gi-Oh. No, you're, um, no, no, you're thinking right. What do you think, yeah. Sublime? Good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what decks would want to play this, but this is yeah. a very strong ability for an it item is. card. It to is. force your opponent to play basics. Especially mm-hmm. if you pair this with Lysander and then just kill what you force them to play or something. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really strong card. Yes. And also... Great against Jolt, uh, Night March. Very yeah, good against true. Night you Maybe want this is just those, the answer to it. Yeah, though you want those Joltix and Punkaboo in the bench and not the discard pile. Because mm-hmm. they're stuck there until he finds a way to be able to discard them. But they're useless uh, in the bench. Mm-hmm. So it's a good card. It's definitely one that uh, it might see some play in tournaments. Because it's it might be one of those, hey, it's not bad to have one in a deck. Yeah. Absolutely. So moving on, uh, of course, Legendary Fever is in the air, 2016, and that's no different in the TCG where Magirna. Did I see that right? Yeah, Magirna. Ah! Oh, no, 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 it used to be it used to be Magiana. That's We're the Japanese have this name. Discussion every single TCG cast because I don't know how to pronounce anything. It's Magirna. It's either. Magirna. Magirna. Magirna and Volcanian. Tell me I didn't screw that one out. Nope, you're good. Okay, <laughs> Volcanian EX are gonna have new blister packs. Uh, Japanese fans will be able to purchase new Volcanian and Magirna TCG products in August 5th. Name EX Break Special Jumbo Car Pack Volcanian EX, cause everything's long in Japan. The package will feature a Jumbo Volcanian EX, a regular size Magirna promo, and it will include two boosters. Um, and it's gonna be part of the, uh, which we're gonna talk soon, New theme uh, of this next set, which is Explosive Fighter slash Cruel Traitor. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, weird. Um, And it's going to be uh, part of the, also the, it's going to have two booster packs on July 16 about the mystical legendary dream holo collection. So hopefully we'll get this over here soon. Uh, it's going to be interesting. We don't know what the cards do yet. Uh, but they always throw this packs, so it's gonna be cool. Um, Batch, tell us about our new theme decks for, uh, Fates Collide. Uh, well, yeah, Fates Collide just came out, so I 
I mean, I, I've taken a look at these myself, but we, we got two decks, uh, like always. It's every set. You get two decks. Uh, uh, one's a Zygarde deck, uh, called Sky, or no, not called Battle Ruler, and the other one's a Lugia deck, uh, called Sky Guardian. So you can check them out. They're, they, they come with, you know, the cheapy playmat and mm-hmm. the checklist and everything that you'd ever want in a deck. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for one of these decks, go for it. Though I don't, I don't like buying those. I mean, just go buy the Elite Trainer box. Yeah, they're good if they bring good cards or not, but we don't know exactly uh, the list for these. My only uh, problem can with these up, theme like... decks, to move on really quick, is the fact that they called Lugia Sky Guardian. Isn't he supposed to be the Guardian of the Sea? Oh my gosh, let's not even talk about Lugia and Ho <laughs> right now. Like, okay. I have heard so much garbage. So let's. I move... love Ho so much too. So we <laughs> Let, need to let's... not talk about Lugia. <laughs> uh, we just need to not talk about Ho or Lugia right now because there's just been so much garbage about Sun and Moon and Lugia and Ho lately. And hopefully, in like three days, it'll all be answered. <laughs> hopefully, that's a big key. By the time there. they show, by this sh- time the show's out, it'll hopefully be answered. <laughs> well, let's talk about something that we need to talk about. Sublime, tell us about this new full art. So excited. I've been waiting for uh, Professor Sycamore full art since, like, XY base set. Yeah. Yeah, when it replaced uh, Juniper, because I like Sycamore so much more, and it's like, why does everyone get to play their Juniper full arts, and I'm stuck with generic Sycamore. Not happy about it. But for those of you who purchased a booster box of XY11, which will be the Explosive Fighter slash as Cruel Trader set from stores, it will come with a full art promo of Professor Sycamore. Nice. Um, the promo is numbered 246XY, um, and it will be released in Japan on June 17th, along with the Volcanion and Shiny Mega Gardevoir. Yeah, Japan gets so much cool stuff, and we have to wait. It's Law of It's fine. Being I'm just a so Nintendo glad slash fan. anime fan. Got it. What was that? I'm just really glad, like, Sycamore finally got the full art treatment. Yes, and it looks great. It definitely looks great. Uh, you guys at home, please, when you, if you're not, if you're driving, no. But if you're not, go search this cart. It looks pretty cool. (laughs) I like it. Next, uh, like I said before, uh, earlier in the show, um, there is going to be a new set releasing just now in, uh, Japan called the Premium, uh, set, right? It was the reprinted one. We're skipping that. We're going to straight to, the Cruel Trader set, uh, which is going to be released in August, and we already have a U.S. name also, and it's actually not that bad. Steam Siege uh, is America's XY11, the equivalent of uh, Cruel Trader and Explosive Fighter, um, and it's going to be released here in August 3rd, so that's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to feature Shiny Mega Guard of RDX, Volcanion EX, Cernius Break and Evelta Break, which that Evelta Ooh, Break, I those, can't those, wait. That just sounds really, really interesting. Yes, because Cernius and Evelta are like, both good. It, there's a, I, okay, okay. I, we should definitely take that with like a grain of salt, right? Um, I think, I think it'd be really cool because there definitely are some Xerneas cards out there that are good on no, their own yeah. without, the without needing. The Geomancy one is pretty good. The Geomancy yeah. is amazing. Yeah, the, the, like Xerneas EX is a lot of play, but Xerneas itself is, a pretty good card and this could be a great way to get it into usage again because we have you know more hp essentially just more bulk mm-hmm. and, no, and um, but at the same but at the same time these are like stage one break cards as opposed to uh like just like how we got excited for that lugia that turned out to be garbage yeah. um <laughs> we, we 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 there's there's more hope for break you know mm-hmm. and that's that's really what we need i mean we can talk about this later but we it's definitely uh hopeful it, no, no. it keep, keeps the stars in my eyes <laughs> yeah, and Eveltal has a generic card that's really good as well. Yes. Yeah. Baby Eveltas, we like to yeah. call it. So um, those both have a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we uh, we discussed this in previous episodes uh, that uh, the the how you play a break card is not that you focus your deck around it. It's the fact that it's a great extra tool to have in case you need it, right? Those break cards are not needed to be played as much as those mega Pokemon um, or uh, those EX Pokemon, uh, you have them and you use them in the situations where it's more likely to happen. And both these cards, Cernia and Yvelta, see a lot of play. Uh, Cernia is increasing right now in play since Fairy is now vi- uh, more mm-hmm. viable again, thanks to Full Heal, Full uh, Restore? Full Heal? Which one is it? I am not sure. Full, um, Max Potion. Max Potion, thank you. That's Max right. Potion is back in, in the game, and that makes very more uh definitely more playable 
and Ivelta is going crazy right now because it's also been really good. Um, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. And that shiny Mega Gardevoir EX though, is this going to be another reprint though? I'm not sure. So hopefully we'll find out soon. We do have one more news. So Sublime, take us home. Super awesome news, y'all. Starting this month, um, the Pokemon Company International will allow people who win scholarships to cash them out if they are 18 years or older. What? What? The what? Only... Sorry, yes. got excited. Um, the <laughs> only, this, this means that um, I need to play now, right? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, it was scholarships to begin with, so you could have just used that uh, anyway. Well, but, yeah, right? uh, I mean, I can't. I can't like retroactively apply my scholarships. You know what I mean? Like, um, I go to school for free right now, and I have oh, more student debt than anybody covered. should know. <laughs> yeah. I have more student debt than I should have. But <laughs> so I could use the cash handout, you know? <laughs> True. It'd be the great. only thing is I could it just like, taxable income, unlike scholarships. You know, obviously. So, I mean, oh, I, your tax bracket. I, I'm a little scared. I'm, I'm a little scared. I'm a little hesitant, uh, to be fair. Because uh, not only do you have like taxable, it's taxable income, but that also means that the scene could become more competitive. Um, before it seemed like this, the, there was no real prize, at least in the, like the master's division of Pokemon. You know what I mean? Because yeah. most of us aren't in college, so we don't really care about winning these scholarships. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we can transfer them to somebody. Like I could yeah. transfer it to my younger brother, and but you know, there's no real prize for me other than like glory. And now that there's going to be some kind of cash on the on the table yep. in video game in TCG, I mean, this, I want to do an episode on play Pokemon in the near future because I think it's a very interesting scene. It's a very interesting community and culture. And I think, like in the main podcast, we'll talk about it. But this is just very scary because I feel like it's just going to become more competitive, mm-hmm. and it's going to cut off the ease of access that other people have to getting into the game. Yep. You know what I mean? And like in general. Just in Pokemon in general, in the TCG and the video game. I mean, this is also a trend we're seeing in Pokemon Tournament now, too. Because Pokemon Tournament announced that they were just going to have cash prizes. No no scholarships. So at Worlds, we're going to have Pokemon, and they're going to have, like, $6,000 cash on the on the line. You know what I mean? And I do think it's a good idea in the sense that it brings more people into it, like you said. Uh, people will be interested. Now there's actually, you know, a big prize to win at the end. So you want to play. You want to be competitive. It's going to be pretty hardcore. Um, it does take a little bit out of the friendly competition, maybe. Now that it's actually cash it does. involved, that, that, that's really that's what I'm really worried about. I mean, mm-hmm. when we went to nationals last year and we all just participated in some of the side tournaments, we most of the side tournaments were pretty laid back because you know we're gonna win like a TCG mat or we're gonna win you know some random item. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then when they did the tournaments, they did these. Uh, there were side tournaments where you could win like a 3ds or a Wii U, right? Mm-hmm. And when we signed up for those, that got crazy. I mean. It just that got super competitive, and I imagine like thousands of dollars on the line. It's about to get I think nuts. I mean, mm-hmm. you're gonna get you're gonna have a lot more angry people, and that's what's gonna scare me. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't want to see the culture of the Pokemon competitive scene, like the IRL competitive scene. I don't want to see that get. I don't want to see that get tainted because of this, and that's something I think is a can of worms that could be opened. I completely agree. Completely agree. So that's it for the news this month. Um, I hope you guys have your own opinions. Please email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think. Let's move on after our sponsors commercial. And we'll be back with the topic of the month. See you guys soon. Good day, mates. Want something different? Then come on down to the Ryehorn Steakhouse and try our new Southern Carlos-style bouffalant wings. Critically acclaimed. And this weekend only. Ryehorn Steaks are buy one, get one half off. That's for you and your special someone. Ryehorn Steakhouse is a proud sponsor of the Puckle TCG podcast. And at Ryehorn Steakhouse, where if it moves, we'll serve it. And welcome back to the Puckle TCG cast, and on we are with the topic of the month. And what that topic is, well, really easy. What do we want? For the future of the TCG, what are our expectations, our wish list, and maybe things that we think they should go. Sublime, what do you think? What are your opinions? 
Um, well, I think that one of the greatest things about uh, any competitive TCG is because cards are constantly being added. Um, the game is always staying fresh or changing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't necessarily like the way it's changing or you really like the way certain things change it. But the fact that it's constantly evolving is um, <laughs> see what you did there. why I'm never worried about, oh, they need to add more of this or more of that because it's going to change. What I would really like to see is um, the way that the game is accessible or the way it's played or plays out mm-hmm. change. And what I mean by that is like... Um, it becomes increasingly harder to get resources that are old. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. ex- um, when they changed the main format for tournaments to expanded, I was like, well, never going. <laughs> um, because I focused on standard only. Um, that's kind of when I jumped in, and I only have from XY onward. Yeah, it's by yeah, no, I agree so, on the format, too. Right? Like, it becomes so hard as a barrier of entry to get into the game when there's all of these cards that become much more necessary in an expanded format that just change the cards you need mm-hmm. in order to like have a chance and they're hard to get because they're from such old sets and so i would like to see um accessibility change and one way that this is just this will probably never happen but what i would love to see is if um online tcg was a way you could participate competitively for the actual events yeah. because there is an infinite number of cards online and oh, you wait, could just jumping, if you had a jumping off event, that Jumping off that, like, it would be really cool because what they do during the, uh, for the, like, the video game to get championship points, you can go and you can on- participate in, like, the international challenges. Right. It'd be really cool if they have, yeah, well, every other month, I think. Um, there was one in March and one in January. They always have something. I, there's always something, but there's at least, like, three or four competitions throughout the years. You can get championship points. And that, now that's not enough to go to Worlds, but it'd be really cool if they did something like that with the TCG online. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Think or the if reason you could they like take it. your laptop and play on it, and I know they won't, but mm-hmm. it would. No, no. I would, that's the direction I would like to see. Yeah. They because actually had that at all. You can access whatever you need if it's digital, mm-hmm. even if you didn't have that actual card. It they, could be obtainable. Or I, I think reliable. the reason they it doesn't count right now, and I don't think it ever will, is because the lack of a judge. Um, might be or an I think issue. part of the problem is they don't make as much money that way. But when we went to nationals last year, they actually had a thing set up. Like it was, uh, they had about I think uh, ten, twelve computers set up where they had the TCG online and what you did that you had you had literally the whole like every card at your disposal, and you could build your own deck. And what you did is you would play uh, King of the Hill essentially. And people would come in and try to take you out. And if you, like, you could stay there for up to three matches or something. And if you did that, then you got some free packs. Uh, also, FYI, for PuckleCon attendees, we are going to get so many free packs of Fate's Glide. It's not even funny. Woo! Uh, we're going to get so many. Nice, 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 nice. I need to improve my physical collection. It's <laughs> been going Oh, you will. Now. You will. We will be opening so many packs. Like, it's not, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> but going back to what uh, Sublime was saying, that is definitely something that would be great if we could get those old cards easier. Uh, if it had a way for us to um, just, you know, be able to acquire them. Um, like, so going off of what Sublime said about, you know, expanded kind of being a drug, I like to... Um, to say that it's it's pretty curious how the VCG and the TCG, to me at least, personal opinion, uh, they differ in that. In where I love my TG, the more restricted it is, the better I think it is. Uh, and but at the other side, the VGC, I think the more restricted it is, the less I like it. So it's kind of curious uh, about that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> That's true. So, Thatch, what would you change? What would you add? What would you like to see in the future of TCG? I mean, like we've been talking about, I've been I'm a big fan of like seeing break, quote unquote, break out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see something other than EX Pokemon be the main focus of the TCG. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they've been doing they've been really big as of late, and the way they get rid of that sometimes is you know, I mean, they've taken EX out of the format before. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a really long time ago. They haven't done it anymore. They don't do it. They haven't done it recently. I don't think uh, they could at this point. I don't. I don't yeah. think they can at this point. You're 100 percent correct. And you know, it's. I don't know. I'd like to see something else that's as big as an EX. You know, um, yeah. because we end up just getting these Mega Pokemon that are. It, it feels like the video game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but you can get me Mega Pinsir EX. You know, that could work. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I don't know what attacks it would have, but it'd be cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would be a, uh, it could be a colorless, right? Because it would be flying. It could be, so it could be, be colorless. It could be. You're 100% uh, right. Although that um, would suck because it means no one is weak against well, it. Well, it's like the Mega Altaria card that just came out. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, that'd be interesting. I don't know. I don't want to see too much, like, I think Dragon was not a great addition. Um, yeah. I, I, I would like to see Dragon become more prominent. Double Dragon Energy was a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see, I don't know, something else, some, some card to just give Dragon a kick in the butt. You know, just be like, oh man, Make Dragon, you're better. viable now. Yeah, you're, you're viable they've now. They've tried that more than once already. Yeah. You know, or even like, know. or even, I don't we just know. Need better be dragon cards. I mean, it would be interesting in general to see the game shift to multicolored decks. You know what I mean? So that we're not just seeing, you know, most of the time you're seeing people just run one, one energy type. And mm-hmm. it would be interesting if somehow they can make it viable. I'm not sure how they can do this yet. They um, have they can done make that it in vi- the past before. Yeah, um, no, it, I know. It's worth the most the recent one that did it well was in a previous format. Like, because Night March is two types of um, attackers as well. But yeah. they used multiple was with Team Plasma. Yeah. Team mm-hmm. Plasma mm-hmm. played a lot of different card types. And the reason it was viable is because you had Rainbow Energy and Prism Energy. Both yeah, in the Rainbow format. Energy so would be... Those two cards Rainbow- are what... Rainbow, did Rainbow Energy not come format. back? I thought it came back. It did. Is it back in the it format? Did, so Rainbow, it did? Okay, that's what I thought. Um, Prism yeah, we don't have Prism for that to be no. approachable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it would just be very interesting to see that come back, because I feel like if you get to the point where you can run multicolored decks again, then maybe you could find a way to start fitting in some of these dragons. Mm-hmm. Because they're they're taking two types of energies to run. And, I mean, Double Dragon does account for that, but at the same time, you're You only using have four. Yeah, you're using mm-hmm. deck space for four double dragon energies. I mean, that's uh, that's a lot of deck space, yeah. and I, I I don't know. I would love to see that, and I, I'm not too I'm not really worried about the rules or anything. Or I, I would just like to see the game shift. It feels very stale. Like right now, anytime you build a deck, except for like Night March or Vespa yeah. Quinn, I guess you're, you're you're like okay, I have this ex. I want to build a deck around it, you know. And I'd like to see the game change to a point. Where you can go, hey, I have, you know, this Lugia break or this Xerneas break. Let's build a deck around it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think I would just like to see some other strategies other than let's get something out that can hit fast and hard. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And um, as for my wish list, I kind of agree with you, Thatch. I would like to see more of Nani X Pokemon shine. And this is actually why, uh, why I think this rule... I would love, even though it will never, never happen. And one rule I would definitely want to get, uh, take out would be the wait a turn to evolve. Um, I know it's never gonna happen. It's, it's cemented into the, uh, DNA of the Pokemon TCG, but. Been there since would, the beginning. Since the beginning, yeah. But I would love to be able to, to evolve immediately, because that instantly would make stage ones and two Pokemon viable. I mean, you still need its basic, its stage one and its stage two in your hand to be able to do it anyway. Uh, so it still has a kind of like a cost. Plus, it costs um, you deck space. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that if you don't have to wait a turn, like the when you use plant, uh, giant, uh, forest of giant, forest of giant plants, and that you. shows how good a ton of grass cards became when they could just instantly yeah. evolve. Like mm-hmm. vile plume, super strong. Yep. Um, lots of cards. Mm-hmm. And I wish that that was just for every type, right? To just evolve instantly, no problem. Of course, this will never happen unless they do a reboot. Uh, well, they so- would have to make. I feel like we could approach that or make that possible without having to change the rules just by introducing cards like Forest of the Giant yeah. Plants. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't like even a... have to be type-specific. You could have one where yeah. you can uh, instantly evolve into a Stage 1, but it caps at Stage 1. Yeah. Or all sorts of... There could be items that do things like that. Or a we did ability. get a supporter that does that. I believe Wally lets you instantly evolve. Yep. Um. So there's. I feel like that's attainable in other ways. Yep. Totally agree. Um, and that's something I would love to, uh, love for it to happen. Um, would be to take that rule out. Eh, let's see. It won't happen, but one can dream. Um, anything else that you guys can think that you want to add or take out? Uh, not really. Cool. <laughs> so let's go on and move to our next segment. Uh, we have some reader mail, uh, that we would love, listener mail, that we love to, uh, talk about here. So, Thatch! Bring us on with the first one. All right, so we got one from Jedi Cruise. 
He says, I've been listening to Puckle for some time now, and now I've been enjoying listening to the TCG podcast. Hey, now, thank you. He says now a lot. Um, <laughs> I trust your advice and knowledge, which is the reason for this inquiry. Full disclosure, this is a deck based around Pokemon everyone is tired of. I know, I know. But there are reasons I chose this one. Mostly because I feel like it, I just like it, and I and ever since I started playing the game in yellow version all those years ago. Anyway, here we go. Charizard. There I said it. Wow. <sighs> I can Damn. almost I can almost hear the disgust <laughs> now, even though you haven't even read this yet. I can almost hear the words horrible, so bad, hate, the worst, etc. in my head right now. Yes, there are far better Pokemon to focus the deck around. I know. It won't win worlds or regionals, uh it won't it won't win worlds or regionals, but I'm never going to go to worlds or regionals. I made it so that I can sometimes beat my adult opponents. I'm in a, I'm in my mid thirties at a local card shop. Uh, gosh darn it, I'm just stubborn. I like Charizard. Hate me if you want, but I humbly ask for your advice and hope you can put your disdain for Charizard aside in order, order to do, uh, in order to give it. What cards should use or replace in, in my deck list? Um, what's the best strategy? And no, I'm not going to go with another Pokemon when using <laughs> that was said the cards. first suggestion. Uh, uh, <laughs> I always get stuck when using... Skyla as a trainer card to get since I have many options. Here's my current deck list, and I don't want to read the whole deck list. No, no, I mean, we, yeah, we can just talk about well, uh, things that he yeah. should... Yeah, I mean, what he should use. I mean, first of I'm all... I'm going to post using... it on the description for the episode. Yeah, so absolutely. if you guys are interested, you yeah. can go to the description uh, of the TCG guest, and you'll see his uh, deck list there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and so, I, first of all, I think that I think we all agreed that he's using the right Mega Charizard. Uh, yeah. the ge- the one from the generation set, the only good Mega Charizard, the only usable one, <laughs> the only yep. usable one. The other two aren't that great at all. I mean, so oh, before I, we get into Mega it, Charizard though, oh. yeah, Mega Charizard wide can be made to work, but it's a lot of work. Yep. Yeah, it's more work. Yeah. So before we get into it, thank you so much, Jenna Cruz, uh, Cruz, for uh, sending your mail to us. Uh, and also, what you're doing, even though we have a clear disdain to Charizard, what you're doing is I what I love. I don't hate Charizard. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Charizard... I feel I mean, like it, hating on Charizard is what's tiresome now. Get hating over on it. Charizard is what's cool now, bro. Hating on Charizard is just necessary now. <laughs> but uh, what you're doing, uh, Jedi Cruz, is exactly what I love from the TCG. Just make the deck you want. You don't have to do a competitive national deck every time you play. That's not the point of the TCG. Just like the regular Pokemon video game, it is depends on how you enjoy the play. And if you enjoy the play just to pass the game, like myself, I'm not a competitive VCG player at all. I just love to play, play the game a hundred times because I just love it. That's just fine. That's the way you're supposed to play the game. So kudos for you. And yes, we're going to put aside our hatred and we're going to help you out with this. Sublime, what are your suggestions out of the top of your head? Um, top of my head, I would say you don't need colorless energy for this deck because your main attacker is... Um, Mega Charizard EX, it relies explicitly on just fire energy, so you should focus exclusively on fire energy, because the more fire energy you have, the better it will be. So I would get rid of those. I would say add more Scorched Earth. You can only Mm -hmm. run one stadium, and in any, like, match, people are going to be playing more than one stadium to, like, get rid of the opponent's stadium and get their own to play. And so I say you need at least three to four Scorched Earth, so that's one consideration to replace those double, double colorless energies with. Mm-hmm. I would say you only need one Lysander and one Skyla in yep. your deck because you're running four VS Seeker and three Battle Compressors, which is the way to do it. I love when you can just discard whatever supporters you need, then VS Seeker for them to get them instantly. Um, so you can just cut those down to one instead of two each. Uh, I think you should use more Blacksmith energy, maybe oh, three. Oh, absolutely. You have two currently. Yeah, because that's what synergizes so well with your main attacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultra Ball and VS Seeker are both good. Trick Coin mm-hmm. is good for what your attack for, does. Yeah. I would get rid of Sparkling Robe and Startling Metapho- Megaphone. Those are not necessary. No, and you right have now a lot, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a lot of energy in this deck, so I don't think Professor's Letter is necessary at no. all. And you want to get those energies in your discard, in the discard pile? discard pile, right. So you because... can use Blacksmith to get them right. out of them. So and you have the, ways yeah. to do that with Scorched Earth. Um, you're looking at getting Fiery Torch, which I would suggest is something you should try running. Um, so I would definitely get rid of Startling Metapho- Megaphone and Sparkling Robe, um, as well as Professor's Letter. Add some more. You have two Mega Turbo. Since you're using a Mega um, as your attacker, three or four, especially because it wants lots of energy on it, 
to hit as hard as possible. Um, what I would add... possibly get rid of Lugia EX. I was just gonna say, yeah, so, take away the Lugia EX. Uh, the reason is, you don't, first, you don't want that many EX in your, um, deck. Remember that each time you lose one, it's two prizes for the opponent, so you might not, so, and you have to take into consideration, Charizard EX doesn't have a spirit link. That means that Mm -hmm. when it evolves to Mega Charizard, you will lose the, uh, the, um, the turn. Because of that, you will need to stall a little bit. I would add maybe two or three Wobbuffet. Wobbuffet uh, from Phantom Forces, which allow, uh, have the Pokemon ability that blocks Pokemon ab- abilities, would be a great delay Pokemon to make sure you get your Charizard ready to go. Um, regarding the Charizards, I see that... He's using uh, the wrong one, right? Yeah, he has <laughs> two different Charizards, and they're both the bad one. Um... <laughs> By not the bad one, you need you need the good one from I think it's uh, Flashfire, right? Yes, yeah, Flash- it's Flashfire. Yeah. The Flashfire yeah, one, Flash one that I has combustion, the one with combustion blast. blast. Mm-hmm. It makes it where your base on Pokemon is also a viable attacker instead of just having to rely on getting a Mega Evolution into play. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a better card. Um, Stoke so isn't bad yeah. though as a starter for this deck simply because it like can get you energy acceleration. For mm-hmm. when you mega evolve the next turn. Yep. So that's Absolutely. a good chance. And lastly, the last thing I would add uh, would be, of course, three shaming EX or two. Hail shaming. <laughs> uh, hail. That's going to cost um, him like that's going to cost him like ninety some dollars. Yeah. Well, like shaming EX costs so much money right batch. now. It's an investment. Okay. It oh is. my gosh! Like, it's the best but card I in the format. This. Real talk. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. The, the, yeah. and I'm not saying that Shaman EX is bad, no, I'm I saying know. it's price, so bad that like, like that card's just so much money. I mean on or, Toronto right now it's forty it's fifty dollars now. Um it's oh my gosh, it's awful. I mean TCGplayer.com too. I mean what is it there? It's it's forty dollars right now. Forty dollars right now on uh Yeah. TCG player because God knows you need. But it's that good. That's the problem. I mean, I know it's. Well, I think like Uh, if he gets more scorched earth and some fiery torches, that will help with card draw (laughs) because what this deck needs is more card draw. Yep, definitely. It needs to be. It needs to speed up because your main attacker is slow. It's slow because it needs a lot of energy and it needs to evolve. Thus, it loses. You lose a turn, so you want to make sure you're able to get the cards you need. The quicker, the better. I was just so sad when Shaman EX came out. I'm just like, oh no, it's well, another card that's going to be forty dollars. Well, they and oh yeah, going back to the topic real quick. That's another thing. If if uh, Pokemon C, Pokemon Company sees that there's one card that is so good that the price skyrocket, please make sure you make it a tin uh, card. Tr- okay, they're they're really good about that typically. Usually, though. yes, but Shaman so, EX, like, man, they dropped sh- the ball with that one. Yeah, they well, really did. I mean, you we know didn't what? need they a might drop a tin later in the year because of the celebration of legendaries this year. Shaman's coming up later in the year. Uh-huh. I bet it'll get a tin for it. I, I doubt it, no, because it's already getting a generations box. Yeah. Let's see. Anyway, let's move on. Jelly Cruz, thank you so much. I hope that uh, that answered your question. Don't worry, I'm gonna send you an email with uh, our suggestions there. And also, let me retract what I said at the beginning. Uh, let me ask Jedi Crew's permission to post this deck list into the uh, description uh, because I know uh, deck lists are something that might be personal sometimes. That's completely mm-hmm. legit, and he's totally in his right to say, no, I would like to keep this a secret. Uh, so that's totally cool. So no worry, uh, Jedi Crew, so I'll ask you if he agrees. Um, we'll definitely put it on the description. If not, hey... That's super cool too, because everyone's entitled to their own deck list. Uh, so moving on to the next, uh, email we have. It's from Mickey? Mikey? Mikey. It's Mikey. Mikey. He's from Pokemon Crossroads. Oh, from, oh, Pokemon Crossroads. So he has a very long email, so we're not going to read the complete whole thing. So I kind of summarized the best as I could. Um, so basically, well, let's just go ahead and, hello! I am not sure if you're doing mailback for the TCG cast, but I feel like I should say something. If anything, I, it could be read on the next episode of uh, TCG cast. Still, okay. So, <laughs> batch lacks of knowledge in the TCG, though I am sure some may feel offended by that. In the recent, <laughs> re- uh, I have a problem with the recent views of the metal type. 
As a self-proclaimed specialist in metal and league leader, I feel uh, like I must do my best to educate those in the TCG with heavy metal. It says, this all started when your coverage of the Pokemon TCG types where you mentioned that metal was simply a defensive type. That is true, but you guys never mentioned how it is defensive type. I hope you do not mind, but I wish to share a few examples of how defensive medical, uh, metal Pokemon uh, work. And he did. He provided a lot of examples, which are all great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to uh, read them all. I can definitely uh, like give this email to Thatch. I know that he's eventually doing an article where he's going to place emails that weren't read. Is that Somehow. still a thing? I gotta, I, uh, maybe. I'm, I'm coming up with other ideas. Okay. I, because <laughs> some of them are just like, I don't know. I got to come up with other ideas for that. Okay, so. I mean, well, the thing is, when we did that episode, like, we had so many types to cover, we couldn't go into all of the examples. True. But I did take the, the what he wanted to take from this. So I'm going to move on. So I also want to talk about Genesect EX from the Fates Collide review. You guys really undersold it and that was the final straw for me steel has a really hard time hitting 130 either they they hit too low such as kubalian ex or mega caesar ex or they hit too high and costly like dialga ex full metal impact it takes too much work and effort to hit that number with aggie slash ex with five uh four or five metal plus uh muscle band gsat ex hits the number just right Loaded up with three metal energies by the two metal, uh, metal links with Bronzor and normal attach. Next, you attach a fight, uh, fighting fury belt or muscle band and do, uh, and go into battle with 130 HP. Evelta, for example. Uh, discard an energy and they will hit the floor. It may not be much play, see much play in this format, but once Iggy Slash EX and Diaga EX are out, we may have a possible replacement. And then lastly, I do want to defend Tyranitar EX. He goes on on so how no, it's, it's actually viable. EX. Because he's no, defending me because I said no, 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 it wait, was wait. and you guys didn't. <laughs> wait, no, no, no. Okay, it's the Tyranitar from Fates Collide. That's not an EX. No, no, yeah. Yeah, this is the stage two. The 250 one. It's a stage two with that does 150 damage and it five energies. Five dark energies. Yeah. That is garbage. So we're going to skip over that though, but thank you, uh, Jedi Cruz for backing me up in that, uh, part. So I hope you guys, uh, learn, uh, learn something of the metal types. Uh, they are underappreciated type in the TCG and need some love. Their hearts may be cold, but it doesn't mean they are heartless. To be Cat. fair, I'm a big fan of the Mega Scissor. I love the metal types. Yeah, the Mega Scissor. I love the Alga. Catch you on the TCG flip flop, Mikey. So going back to his Genesect EX uh, rant, um... it's a bad card. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like yeah. it only adds ten per metal energy. They're like, you know what? He's like, oh, you can do it like turn one to attack for one thirty, but like. Dialga yeah. can do that too and hit I think harder. Yeah, we, you just we do a double to... colorless as the manual attach, and then you do the same thing with the bronzongs. That's the thing. It's not that it's a horrible card. It's just it's that not, there are better, better things. Options. I'm yeah. sorry. And that's, it's not that's a the card. thing about the TCG. There, when there's better options of the same type, there's better options. You go with the better options uh, when that's the case. And Genesect EX, it just doesn't hit hard enough as Dialga EX, for example. Um, so, yeah. Sorry. Also, I cannot <laughs> emphasize how bad that Tyranitar is, and I will stand by my mental battle. <laughs> right, yes. And no one's even playing that new Darkrai EX because everyone's playing Eveltal EX, so it's not even a problem. Don't worry about it. Play your Eveltals and move on. Well, me and Jedi Crew. Oh, I'm sorry, Mikey. <laughs> but thank you for the disagree. email. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's going to be at Nationals. We can talk to him then. Oh, he yeah. Can tell Mikey, us how thank bad you so much for reading. No, I love Metal Energy. Um, yeah. Bronzong is such a good card. Mm -hmm. No, Metal just, Energy, the, the type. It's a, yeah. it's great. It's a great type. Mm -hmm. I just don't like the Genesect. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's gonna move on to the final segment with the time. Uh, everything is everyone is waiting for Pokemon. Twenty questions, but with a twist because it's now it's who's that Pokemon? Pokemon fifteen questions. We'll be right back with the game. Who's that Pokemon? It's that time again, guys. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon 15 questions where you, the community, goes head to head to try to stump our co-host. They have a handicap this time because they're one man down and it's only 15 questions. 
So let's see if we can stump them. This month's suggestion came from Matt in PucklePodcast.com. He suggests a Pokemon. Let's see if our guys can figure out which one. Let's start out with Sublime. Take it away. What's your first oh question? God. 15 questions is so much harder. Oh, than before we do that, though. Rules. <laughs> Lower your browsers. No internet. You cannot any number or name questions. Take it away. Okay. So, is this Pokemon from Generations 1 through 3? It is not. Okay. Is this is this Pokemon from Generations 4 or 5? Yes. Is this Pokemon from Generation 5? Yes. Okay, okay there we go. It's the hardest one now. Uh, oh my god, the... that's the biggest generation. It's <laughs> <laughs> the hardest one. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it's Gen 5. Okay, I'm thinking. Um, I don't want to do types because types, that's too many, that's too many types. Um, we're on question four too. So, oh man. Um, is this Pokemon, uh, does this Pokemon evolve? No. It Ooh. does not evolve. Ooh, that takes a lot of them out. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's Dunfisk. I guarantee it. Just ask right now. <laughs> uh. You know what? Gen 5 has a ton of legendary Pokemon. That's true. <laughs> so is this Pokemon legendary? No. Ooh. Okay. That that cuts out a good number of that them. That does cut out like 20 or something. <laughs> it cuts out like a good number of legendary Pokemon. Um. Oh, man. So it's uh, it doesn't evolve. Um. And it could. So it could be Stunfisk still. Um. That's the important thing. Oh man, so it doesn't evolve. Oof. What do you ask from there? I mean, what's the strategy here? It's like, um, do we well, go is types? It dual now? type or not? I guess. Oh yeah, is it dual type? No. No. Oh. Monotype. All right. Well, that's a lot of information. Um, we've got a lot here. Okay. I think next month's gonna be Pokemon Ten questions. No! <laughs> <laughs> what number? This are is we already on? really hard. Um, uh, six. You're going to seven now. Oof. Okay, so we're not halfway there yet. <laughs> um, oh my god. Um, so we know it's it's monotype. What what are the monotype Pokemon in uh, that don't evolve? There's a lot of fighting pot. types. Uh, you have Sock and Throw. Sock, Throw, um, um, Audino. Audino is another one. Let's just um, listen to the question. Oh, um, my next question is, can this Pokemon be obtained before the fourth gym in <sighs> I hate those questions. black and white? <laughs> <laughs> Make me do research. more research. Makes you do research. Uh, that's a good question. Um, um, what's the fourth I'm gym? Oh, that's a list. say Please. yes. Ooh. No. Um, okay. No, I can't say. No, wait. Mm. See these questions. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to actually look for a map now. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait, wait for that I answer. Mean, okay. For real, so, we I mean, like, I'm, figure I mean, that if out. It's before, if it's before, it's Nimbasa City. Nimbasa City, by the way. Yeah, um, it's before the sure. desert route. Um, um, let's see. That counts. I still think you can obtain Adino, Throw, and Sock all before that, though. Um, Adino, Throw, Sock. Um, what other monotypes are there? You know, I'm going to say know. no. It is not obtainable before that? I am 80% that? sure it's a not obtainable 80%. before the four gem. Yeah. Oh, oh you God. know what just came into my mind was a Drudigan. Drudigan's a good... Oh, that's, that's not a bad... That's There's also Durant, Heatmore. Oh, wait, not Durant. Durant but... is Steel um, and Bug. So that's Drudigan... Heatmore. Heatmore fits that. Uh -huh. um, oh, oh, wait, no. Uh, it doesn't evolve, though. I'm thinking... I don't know how many Pokemon don't evolve in that generation. It's not that many. Uh, they just seem like they don't evolve because they all evolve very late. Um, oh, Buffalant doesn't evolve. Ooh, Buffalant, and I that mean, comes way later. We could say we could. Okay, so like I'm thinking Heatmore or Buffalant, right? And then uh, let's let's ask if it's a normal type. It's my question. It's my turn, right? Mm-hmm. Is it a normal type? No. No. Okay, so that's no, not Buffalant or Audino. Uh, so we're on to question nine. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, it's a it's a monotype. Once, oh, man, I feel so, like we could because there's so few monotype Pokemon. Um, we I don't could know probably how start like shooting by types. Oh, yeah, but what monotypes are there other than the ones we just mentioned? Drudigan, uh, eat more. Well, let's think. Uh, there, there's Drudigan. Uh, I don't think there were any eat more. Bug. 
that were non-evolving? No. No, I don't think so. Um, are there any dark types that don't evolve? I need um, question number okay, nine. Okay, my right? question will be, is this a dragon type? Nope. Okay, so it's not Drudigans. My bad. So it's not It's not Drudigan. It's not Audino. Oh, man. This is hard. It like a mono. <laughs> it could still be Heatmore. Uh, it cannot be Sovereign 10, right? Throw because you can get those before um, Yeah, you get those before Nimbasa. Um, so I guess my question is, uh, is it a fire type? Yes. Well, I think okay. we got it. <laughs> it has to be, right? I, it has uh, to are be. there anything we're forgetting? Is there any like fire types we're forgetting that are not evolving from Gen 5 other than Ask if it looks like an anteater. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> is, does this Pokemon resemble an anteater? Yes. Okay, good for us. <laughs> Pokemon Heat. <laughs> yes! Congratulations, guys! You beat Matt! And who's that Pokemon? Pokemon 50 questions? Who? What? Where real soon it's gonna be Pokemon 10 questions. How many questions oh. did we get? No, you guessed oh. it in 11. So actually, yeah. 11? Yep, 11. Oh questions. man, that's great. That's like a new that's record, a new I, record think. I think. <laughs> yeah, and for only new, two people, too. Record. Yeah, so yeah. Sublime and I are carrying yeah. the team here, you know? Yeah, I don't know how you guys can remember all of these Pokemon on the top of the head. I wanna next time I'm gonna have to uh, uh, invade your monitor and see what you're looking at. I will I will let (laughs) you look at my monitor. I'm looking at I'm kidding, of course. Skype and I'm looking at a Word document. That's that's all I'm looking at. Yeah, your memories are awesome. Uh, So anyway, the problem with being old Pokemon fans for the entire history of this. Yep. Mm -hmm. I have so much. It's easier. It's easier. When you gather like the Pokemon over time, like if I, I guarantee you, if I came in, like if I stopped playing in Gen three and then just came back, I wouldn't have been able to That'd do be this. Yeah, but being a lifelong Pokemon fan, I yep. definitely have all of the Pokemon in my head because it's like, yeah, I only have to add one hundred and fifty every three years, you know. So, <laughs> okay, so thank you so much, uh, Matt, for writing in your suggestions. Uh, nice try. Maybe next time. And thank you, Puckle listeners, for um, tuning in to us and enjoying our show. If you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, please feel free to email us at PokemonPodcast at gmail.com. Also, while you're at it, follow us at Twitter or in Twitter at uh, Puckle Podcast. Uh, follow us in Facebook at Facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. We have our own Reddit. We have Tumblr. And uh, make sure you review us on iTunes. I love your reviews. Thatch loves your review. Even Sublime does, which he hardly loves anyone. Um, definitely review us. It helps a lot. It makes our communities grow. Also, if you have that little extra income that you might want to dispose of, because who wants money these days, support us <laughs> at uh, Patreon and become a patron. And we promise you every cent of that money goes straight back to you guys, to live shows, to more rewards and prizes, to just a better all quality podcast. Um, thank you so much. Uh, and also, of course, please join our discussions. We have now not only one, two live uh, chat meetups each month, right, Thatch? Yes, absolutely. I think it's the uh, first Monday mm-hmm. or the second Monday of the and month. The third which I guess Friday. Is to- oh, man. And then the it's the, I'm going to say last Friday of the month. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. And so come hang with us. Come chat with us. It's always fun. And of course, thank you for tuning in. Sublime, thank you so much for being with me. So glad to be here. My heart is dark like my type. (laughs) Thatch, always an honor like always. Absolutely. Now I got to go catch the train and get back to Lavender Town. Yep. Uh, So it was good seeing you guys. Thank you for joining here in Golden (laughs) Vod. And thank you, listeners. Until next time. It's closing time in Lavender Town. Time to say our goodbyes. It's closing time. Farewell, my friends. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.